Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories for Kids. Tonight we're going to do an episode suggested by a user, but because this user actually uh, left me a voicemail, we can just hear it directly from them. Here it is. Hi, I'm Capri. I'm a big fan. I'm eight years old, and my favorite episode so far is the Lion Ninjas versus Tiger Ninjas, and I request a planet with soccer aliens that play soccer and the soccer balls are strawberries blueberries and grapes thank you since i can't say no to my very first voicemail uh, that's ever been left i'm gonna say yes we're gonna make that episode if you have an idea for an episode or even if you've already put in an idea but you want to record it just like this person did you can go to my speak pipe link below and leave me your very own voicemail be sure to leave an email so I can uh, get a hold of you and ask for permission, though. Now it's time to close your eyes, get as comfy as you can in your bed, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. Imagine yourself waking up on spaceship, flying through the galaxy. You get up and look out the windows. All you can see are streaks of stars flying by at incredible speed. Good morning, spaceship, you say. Good morning, spaceship answers. What would you like to do today? Uh, I just want to go visit a really cool planet. Do you have any food planets or anything like that nearby? Scanning area. Scan complete. I have found one planet in the general vicinity that fits your requirements. Cool, let's go. Uh, what kind of food does this planet grow? You ask. This planet seems to grow an assortment of berries and grapes. Scans indicate that they are ginormous in size compared to earth berries and grapes. Berries and grapes, you say? Nature's candy? Let's go there right away. Spaceship redirects the ship slightly to the left, and before you know it, you're on your way to this wonderful giant berry planet of some kind. Before you know it, you jump out a super hyperdrive, flying directly above a beautiful planet. Now this planet is about the same size as Earth. It seems to have plenty of water and a whole bunch of large land masses. As you fly the ship down through the atmosphere and quickly lower it down below the clouds, you get a better look at everything. You see towns and cities sprawled all over the place. But in almost every area where there isn't a town or city, there's huge fields of berries. Gigantic strawberries, ginormous blueberries, and wildly oversized vines of grapes. They look absolutely delicious. You search for a good landing spot and eventually come to a little hill that's completely open on the top. You gently lower the spaceship down onto the hill, using the steering wheel and throttle. The spaceship lands gently with a little ksh sound. You run to the back hatch and open the back door. All you can see are rows of strawberries, rows of blueberry bushes, and rows of grapevines. Only, as I believe I already described, they're absolutely gigantic. The strawberry plants more closely resemble giant bushes, each one with strawberries the size of a soccer ball, and kind of the shape of a soccer ball too. Beside that is a row of blueberry bushes that look like even bigger trees. Each blueberry is once again the size of a soccer ball. And then there's the grapes. 
The grapes are built atop of huge fences. And again, each grape in its little cluster is roughly the size of a soccer ball or basketball. These look so good, you say, and they're perfectly ripe. You run up to one of the strawberries, pull it off of the tree, and move it towards your mouth, taking a huge bite out of it. As soon as the bite hits your tongue, you're filled with one of the most amazing tastes you've ever felt in your life. This is so good. You take a few more bites and then place the strawberry on the ground, moving over towards the nearest blueberry bush. You reach up and grab the nearest blueberry with both of your hands. You give it a pull and it separates from the stem. Once again, you take the blueberry, put it up against your mouth and take a huge bite. You bite into another one of the most delicious, most sugary and wonderful things you've ever had. It tastes like an earth blueberry, but just better in some ways. Next, you head over to the vines of grapes. You reach up above you with both hands yet again, grab the lowest hanging grape and pull. The weight of the grape almost makes you fall to the ground. It's much heavier than you expected. You take the grape, put it up against your mouth once again, and take a huge bite. Just as you're starting to notice the taste, you hear somebody from beside you. Who do you think you are? The voice says. Uh, me? I'm me, who are you? I am the guardian of this field. My name is Sky, and this here is Capri, the person says, pointing over to another person standing beside her. Both of them look very alien, little antennae sticking up out of their head, and of course green skin, but other than that they look pretty normal. Oh, I just came here to taste some of the fruit. Uh, sorry, I probably should have asked first. Should have asked first? Of course you should have asked first. This fruit is part of the harvest festival. All of these things were made to become soccer balls for our children. And now our children will have three fewer soccer balls, Sky says, looking a little bit angry. I'm sorry, maybe my spaceship and I can help you grow new ones? Grow new ones? Are you? Oh, no, this is much more serious than that. Eating the fruit from the harvest festival especially the fruit destined to become soccer bars for the little children, is punishable by lifetime in jail, Sky says, looking at you with a little bit of a scowl on her face. Uh, I'm sorry? Is there any way I could not go to jail? Uh, well, there is one possibility, but I don't think it will work, Sky says. Well, tell me about the possibility, you say back. Well, you see, we do have an ancient tradition of challenging to a trial by soccer, or football as they call it in the UK, Sky explains. Uh, what's a trial by soccer, you ask? Well, you see, you must go up against some of our best soccer players, and I should warn you, we really, really like soccer on this planet. If you win the match, uh, well, you are free, because, uh, you know, if you're good at soccer, we assume you're a good person, 
It makes total sense if you don't think about it too much. But what happens if I lose, you ask? Oh, if you lose, well, oh, I don't even, I, I don't even think I can say it on this podcast. You don't really like the sound of that, but with Spaceship on your side and, of course, a little bit of magic, you're pretty sure you can overcome any kind of soccer challenge. I accept your challenge, you say. Oh, good, they say. Get him, Sky commands. Suddenly, from seemingly out of nowhere, a whole bunch of flying police cars appear in the air. They fly and land nearby you, with little blue, red, and white lights flashing everywhere. You're gonna have to come with us, one of the officers says, opening up the back door and guiding you inside. You decide it's probably for the best to just go along with things. After all, if you really wanted to escape, you got a magic spaceship, you've got a pretty cool spacesuit, and you may even have a magic card that can turn into a lightning gremlin at any minute. At the end of the day, there's really nothing to worry about. The door closes and the police car flies up into the air and zooms across the city. Spaceship, can you hear me? You say in the back seat of the car. Yes, Spaceship answers. I need you to do that thing where you download all of the knowledge about soccer and soccer playing into my head, you say. Understood, Spaceship says. Your watch suddenly lights up, and out of it shoot a whole bunch of miniature little robots that climb up your arm and form a helmet around your head. I guess Spaceship just needed the helmet of the spacesuit for this part, you think. A bright light flashes in front of you and you close your eyes. As soon as they're closed, memories begin pouring in through your consciousness. Memories of soccer training, winning soccer games, and doing some pretty amazing and unbelievable soccer moves again and again. And as the memories pass through your head, your body starts to kind of remember it. You remember playing soccer at an amazing level, just like the memories were your own. Before long, the stream of memories ends and you open your eyes again. The helmet disappears back into a whole bunch of little miniature robots that climb immediately into your watch. And you look around you. Alright, step one is done. With all of this knowledge, I should have no trouble winning a soccer game, even against a whole bunch of aliens. But you can never be too sure. The one other thing you have on your side is, well, magic powers. Now, if you haven't listened to the whole series, I should probably remind you that you do, in fact, have some of those. As long as you focus inward, calm your mind, and truly believe something's possible, you seem to be able to bring it back to life. In past adventures, you've been able to use this amazing skill to look like you're an amazing athlete. You decide it's probably a good time to be ready to use this skill again. You close your eyes and you begin to focus your mind. With each breath, you just let go of any thoughts that pop up, focusing yourself on nothingness. And then, you try to remember a time you felt very, very happy. As a smile peeks on your face, you know that you're centered and ready. 
the flying police car comes down for a landing inside a huge stadium that's already filled with people for some reason. There's signs on all sides that say, Happy Harvest Festival. Oh, they must have already had events going on today, you suggest to yourself. The police officers lead you out of the car and leave you standing in the middle of a, well, a huge soccer field. You can see two teams playing soccer, or warming up for soccer anyways, on either side. Each team is using what look to be strawberries, blueberries, and grapes as soccer balls. They've obviously been rounded a little bit more and dried out and that sort of thing, but they're clearly strawberries, blueberries, and grapes. How strange. Well, it shouldn't throw off your soccer playing abilities too much anyways. You stand in the center of the field, and an announcer appears. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have a rare treat. This alien visitor will be challenging us to a trial by soccer. The crowd cheers. Now, as you all know, if they are successful, well, they will be deemed a good person. Because if you can play soccer, you're a good person for some reason. But if they do not win, well, then they will not like what's going to happen, uh, if you know what I mean. The crowd cheers again, as if they know exactly what he means, and they're kind of excited to see it happen. All you can do is focus on the game. You walk out to the center of the field, and an entire team of alien soccer players walks out on the other side. It seems like it's going to be five against one. Neither team has a goalie, luckily. Now, says the announcer once again, just to make sure we understand the rules, there will be three rounds. One round with a strawberry ball, one round with a blueberry ball, and one round with a grape. The team that gets the most goals wins. The captain of the other team walks up in front of you. He pulls out a strawberry-looking soccer ball, drops it on the ground, and gets ready to go. As the referee blows the whistle, the team runs towards you. Still feeling very centered, very happy, and very ready, you begin to focus on moving faster. You focus on, you know, moving faster than anyone else, or I should probably say you focus on existing faster than anyone else. And as the other players run towards you, they begin to slow down. You've pushed yourself into a new sort of time existence where everything around you seems to be going slower but you're moving at a normal speed. From here, you can see the other players slowly spreading out. You can see the gestures on their face, and of course, you can see every movement they're about to make with the soccer ball. With all of that information, this is gonna be a breeze. You watch as the captain kicks the ball to one of the other players on the right. And you use that chance to jump in the center, steal it from all of them, kick it up in the air, jump up doing a perfect backflip, and kick the ball straight out of the air and directly at the soccer net. The strawberry ball flies across the field at amazing speed, hits the net, and the entire crowd cheers once again.
As they do, you allow time to go back to normal. Round two. And let me say, those were some pretty amazing moves, the announcer says. The crowd cheers once again. The captain of the other team walks up once more, and this time pulls out a blueberry soccer ball which they drop on the ground. The whistle blows and the team begins moving forward once again. Once again, you push yourself to move faster and faster until the other players seem slower and slower. This time, you see the perfect opportunity to run towards the captain, slide on the ground, hitting the soccer ball directly between his legs. It's a pretty amazing move. As soon as you're done it, you continue kicking the soccer ball down the field, past the other players, and without any problem at all, you kick it up into the air and directly into the net. The crowd cheers as time goes back to normal once again. The announcer jumps back on the microphone. It looks like we have a winner! The crowd cheers once again. A group of people run up towards you, pick you up in the air, and begin to cheer as they carry you around the field, throwing you up and down just a little bit. They allow you down onto the ground, and standing right in front of you is no other than Skye and her friend Capri. The two of them are holding a gigantic trophy. They pass the trophy over to you, and you accept it, holding it up in the air as the crowd cheers once again. Well, I guess you have proven yourself worthy of the fruit. You are welcome here on the soccer planet any time, because as we know... If you can play soccer, you must be a good person for some reason. Although, uh, just for the kids out there, it's not true. That's not a true thing, so don't believe that. Spaceship flies down from the air above you and lands in the huge soccer field. The audience looks a bit confused, but as the door opens and you climb aboard waving goodbye, they cheer once again. The ship flies up in the air, through the clouds, and back out into space. You place the trophy down on the side of the ship, in a little area you've never noticed before. An entire trophy case. Was that always there? You wonder. But you kind of shake it off. Spaceship does seem to do things like this. You head directly to the bedroom, feeling very tired from the soccer game and, of course, the years and years of soccer memories that were just programmed into your head. The door opens automatically and closes behind you. The lights dim to just the right amount of light and you climb into your bed you pull the covers back over top of yourself and you close your eyes. It feels good to place your head down on the soft pillow. And with each breath, you let go of a little more tension from your muscles, your arms and your legs, your feet. And eventually, you sink down deep into the mattress and your mind begins to wander to thoughts of new adventures and new dreams to come. Good night, everyone. <laughs>